Now, here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, Northlanders, we are back with our number two here. We're into the afternoon edition here on uh, Sound Off Now. And if you would like to call in and uh, let your voice be heard this morning, uh, you, all you have to do is give us a call on our studio line, which is area code 218-722-0839. That's uh, area code 218-722-0839. That'll get you right in here. Just tell Kenny what you'd like to talk about and where you're calling from, and we'll get you on. Well, I, I want to wrap this discussion up about the crime out of control. Um, I don't mean to beat a dead horse here, but you probably have all heard the latest one about a Maryland teenager who has been arrested as the lead suspect in robbery, rape, and murder of an autistic American woman. Uh, he was an illegal immigrant and known as a member of MS-13 in his home country. Police in Aberdeen, Maryland, announced late last week the arrest of a 17-year-old Hispanic boy on January 15th in connection to the strangulation-induced death of a 20-year-old Kayla Hamilton, who was an autistic woman, who took this guy in because she thought he was going to make a great uh, love interest or uh, maybe marrying and have kids with him. Uh, The suspect has not been identified by police other than his age and as a citizen of El Salvador. The Washington-based Center for Immigration Studies uh, said that the uh, states that the suspect had been allowed into the United States as an unaccompanied minor earlier in the Biden administration. In other words, Remember how Biden was saying, uh, well, well, we're bringing a lot of a lot of children are coming, unaccompanied children, and we want those children to have an opportunity. No, this guy was a member of the MS-13, covered in tattoos, uh, the 17-year-old UAC uh, unaccompanied child allegedly strangled 20-year-old Kaylin Hamilton to death only months after being released into the United States. Um, the former um, senior advisor to ICE John Deere, not John Deere, not J-O-H, but J-O-N, said that the former senior advisor to ICE um, said, well, his illegal alien status has been reported. The fact that he entered as a UAC, an unaccompanied child, has not been reported until now. DNA evidence recovered from the crime scene also matched DNA in federal database ICE did not respond to a request for comment about the circumstances by which he interacted with the suspect or what point his DNA was collected by the government. But again, another case of an illegal immigrant committing a heinous crime right here. And then I happened to be watching Fox uh, News yesterday afternoon, and uh, they've got a meteorologist on the Fox News channel, a guy by the name of Adam Gloats. K uh, Clotes, I think it is K L O T Z, and he was he was being interviewed, uh, and he had uh, black eyes. One, both eyes looked like they had been blackened, um, and I was wondering if he'd been in a car accident or what it was. No, it turned out he was riding the subway in New York, and was uh, and, and he happened to watch. Colts was on his way home after watching the Giants-Eagles NFL playoff game at Manhattan Bar shortly before he noticed a group of teens harassing an old gentleman, and they had set his hair on fire 
with a joint. And they were smoking joints, passing them around, and one of them took the joint and started this old guy's hair on fire. Well, he, uh, Colts, said, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't let this happen to this old man. So I, I walked up to them and I said, whoa, you can't do that. Uh, it's not cool. He was trying to be hip, you know. It's not cool. And that's all it took. And then I was the focus of all of their attention. Uh, I moved around the cars. I went from one car to another. They followed me. I went here uh, to be something done. He says, really, there's got to be something done about the crime that is on the streetcars and the subway systems in New York. Where is Eric Adams? Where's the city? Why am I doing this? Why is this up to me? He said the group was taunting him, and they tried to remove him uh, from the situation, but the attack didn't stop there. The group followed him around to another subway car. I got off that train after taking a punch. The whole group, the doors opened again, another stop. The whole group just comes in and bum rushes me, and suddenly I'm like on the ground. I'm getting kicked in the side. I'm getting wailed on. So I kind of get knocked out, and now my side is black and blue. My knee, I can hardly bend because I get kicked and punched in the knee area as well. Colts was treated at a local hospital after the assault. Three of the teen suspects were stopped by police in connection to the attack, but they were released to their parents without facing charges. What I want, what I want is some sort of change, Colts said. I don't want this to happen to somebody else. We've got we've to put some cops down there in the subway system, and we've got to start uh, uh, making sure that things happen. And all of that tied in to a to a um, of a editorial today in the Minneapolis paper. But we but before we get to that, uh, we have a first time caller, another first time caller, uh, Arlo from over in the Cloak area, uh, about something I said last hour. Arlo, are you there? I am. Yes. <laughs> good. Good. And good uh, afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi. I'll I'll be brief. I actually have a lot of time here, but I. I was uh, driving my car up to the post office, and I had your station on. I think we were talking with Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, I believe. And uh, uh, you had uh, mentioned this uh, uh, lady who was murdered by her boyfriend, and uh, uh, they had an unborn child who uh, was born but died eight or nine days later. Days later, right. Yeah. And now uh, he's been charged with uh, two counts of murder, and you seem kind of confused as to why that uh, why that was. Um, <laughs> well, no, not not why it was. I understand. In fact, it it should have been murder, uh, but I was confused, uh, Arlo. Why why all of a sudden he can be charged with the murder of the child, but if she had decided on her own to abort that baby. There would have been, and this the outcome would have been the same. The child is dead. But no, because I, she I, voluntarily I decided I, not to do it, then right. it's okay. I, I understand what your confusion was, Brad. Uh, uh, but the answer is very simple. Uh, there's two things I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say. Uh, there's okay. one word that, uh, that answers that question, and that word is slavery. Uh, but uh, before I get into that, I'll just briefly say uh, the, the reason that uh, he was charged with two counts of murder, whereas you know the mother could have killed the baby and nothing would have been said, uh, is because this apparently was a 
wanted child uh, rather than an unwanted child by the mother. Now, slavery, what does that mean? Well, slavery, people think that we don't have that in our country anymore, but we do. Uh, Every pregnant woman is a slave owner uh, because under the abortion, and I understand this Dobbs decision last June, but uh, in states that allow abortion, every pregnant woman is a slave owner uh, because the definition of slavery, just briefly, is uh, uh, simply the, uh, uh, the, uh, to have ownership and control of another human being. So because a pregnant woman in Minnesota is one of those states that allow abortions, can decide whether she wants the child or not, uh, she's a slave owner, which means we still have slavery in our country. And uh, if she wants the child uh, and and then the child is killed in a horrific thing like what happened here that you talked about, uh, then it's, it's, it's murder. Uh, if she doesn't want the child, the state will pay for her abortion. Uh, taxpayers will pay for her abortion. Uh, so uh, uh, people think we don't have slavery in our country. No, the Democrats were slave supporters 150 years ago, and they're strong slave supporters today. And that's really all I have to say. I'll, I'll, I'll listen for your comments. I think. All right. All right. Thank you, Arlo. Well, uh, you know, I I was having a hard time following where Arlo was going here, Kenny, but uh, but I think I finally understand it. I I, I think he's saying that uh, because of the option, uh, the, the, you know, you technically could be considered uh, a slave owner because you've decided that you're going to either have the baby or you're going to kill it on a, on its own. So you're deciding that you're going to enslave yourself or not. Um, I don't quite follow the whole justification of the reason, but I understand what he was saying. Uh, and and people have been, they have been put into bondage. Um, if you look at this case, this case that I was talking about that happened down in Minneapolis, it happened down in the parking lot of the Amazon distribution center. She and this guy evidently had had a relationship. He has other children, uh, four or five other children from other women and uh, he evidently didn't want this child. Uh, she wanted it. Uh, so he decided that he wasn't going to pay child support to her, so he was going to kill her. Well, in killing her, he also, even though he didn't shoot the baby in the womb, a bullet did not hit the unborn child in the womb, but it caused enough severe trauma to the body that the baby had to be delivered early had to buy cesarean section. They had to go in and take the child. And because the body was in such shock and trauma, have been having been killed, the baby ended up dying too, even though there was a tremendous amount of life-saving efforts that went on by the medical per- people there to try to keep the baby alive. Within a matter of a few days, it died. And I'm, I'm still, I, I guess maybe I'm just too simplistic thinking, Kenny, uh, but my simplistic thinking just said to me, if if it's murder because you did something to that woman that made the child not be able to make it out alive, then why isn't it murder when a doctor or that mother decides to do something to take a pill or to 
to take an abortion drug or to have the baby just pulled out of her stomach and uh, because and killed. In uh, the thinking of Arlo, it's simple. She did not choose to kill it. Ah. Well, I don't know. I'm having a hard time with that one. Now, too, some but, will say, whoa, 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 that's kind of harsh. Uh, you know, you're saying uh, abortion and killing and, well, I don't know. Maybe that is a little harsh, but uh, how do well, we I get on this the topic? Whole, <laughs> well, here, here's the thing, Kenny. I understand the whole concept of a woman's right for her own body, to yeah. control her own body. Yeah, yeah. Well, then control it at the point of inception. Well, use yeah. use the state provided uh, condoms or birth controls or whatever. Uh, take it right from the beginning, but don't wait for six or seven months while this child is going through a whole period of growing and touching and feeling and uh, and all of that, and then just decide at the last minute, man, eh, you know what? I really don't think I want this child. That's that's really not fair to the unborn child, is it? But then. We don't care, except we do if, if something happens where the mother is murdered and the child dies because of that. Then we then we want to commit that as a murder as well. But if the mother decides to do it on its own, it's not murder. I'm just confused. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, I'm, and, and it really is something, Brad. I mean, when you look at it uh, in, a, in a way that uh, every woman controls humanity. I mean, yeah. if every woman who got pregnant had an abortion, life would eventually cease to exist. Human, yes, it hum, would. human life. Yeah. It's uh, quite a but, topic uh, but that we're me, on here. <laughs> but let me ask you, maybe maybe uh, this will help me understand this, Kenny. Can if, we go to if, break and uh, get back to it? Or? <laughs> yes, because I have to ask you I have to ask you one one other question about this particular case. But yes, let's take our break and then when we come back we'll uh, we'll straighten the world out on this whole issue of abortion. KDAL time is 12.26 in Duluth. Uh, boy, we're losing our sunshine here, Brad. I'm not too happy about it. Uh, we're relatively mild. 27 on the air temp. Uh, winds are light out of the southwest. And calm conditions will continue throughout today here in the Twin Ports. And then we got that clipper system. Uh, it's going to slide in oh, from yeah. Alberta, Canada. Mm-hmm. That's going to be this afternoon, and uh, it'll work its way across the re- region through Wednesday. Now, snow accumulations will be relatively light. We could see around 1 to 2 inches. The North Shore may receive some higher totals uh, thanks to some easterly winds off Lake Superior. And then another clipper returns Thursday night through Friday. Arctic air will find its way back into the Northland behind that second clipper. And temperatures are going to get real cold. So we have some mild, calm, light snow, light snow, and then cold. Ooh, nasty weather. (laughs) Doesn't sound good. Well, here's, here's my question, Kenny. And we'll we'll uh, just ask the question, and then uh, we'll move along to CBS News or whatever. Uh, I I, I got to tell you about my friends up at B and B Market too. But here's the question: I understand a woman's right to her body, but if if a if a couple, if a young man and a young woman get together, and they get romantic, and they decide together that they want to, uh, you know that they want to have uh, sex and they decide that they're going to do it unprotected because they're willing to accept if, if, uh, if they get pregnant. And when I say they get pregnant, I meant, I mean, they, he has to provide the way I understand this anyway, uh, from uh, my days in uh, science class 
is that he has to provide a seed, which her seed will then, uh, you know, grow. Yeah, we know. We know. Okay. Yeah, we know that. So my my confusion lies that if somewhere down the line then, the woman decides on her own that I don't want to have this baby anymore. Uh, he didn't bring me coffee one morning or uh, or something more serious than that. You know, he was uh, sure. screwing around with my best friend, whatever. She decides, I'm not going to have this child. What if the guy steps forward and said, you know what? You're just a vehicle carrying this, this child. You're just a, a vessel. Yeah. I, I want to have this child. I want to raise this child. This sure. child is part of me. Do I have any rights there? No. You really don't. <laughs> of course. No. Okay. It, it's sad. It okay. really is. It's it's terrible, honestly. It's diabolical. It, it really is. Um, it's yeah. all the above. And, you know, Brad, I, I, I liken it to this, too. What if you're in a car with somebody and the driver, you know, the person in control of the car, the brakes, the gas, and the steering wheel, decides right. they're going to floor it and smash into a wall? Does the passenger just have to sit there and accept that? Or can they act and try to change what this driver wants to do. And maybe that's a bad analogy. I don't know, but that's kind of no, how I'm think thinking that, about this. Yeah. And I would try to change it. I would try to yeah. uh, avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. But, absolutely. but it's, oh man, uh, you know, well, let's, you know, let, let's do this, Kenny. Let's, let's move along uh, because, you know, if, if people want to talk about it, we'll, we'll listen to your uh, feelings on it. Uh, area code 218-722-0839. If not, we'll move on to other subjects. In the meantime, I would like on, to move on to another subject. I had last night, Kenny, I had fresh made potato sausage. Oh, oh God. I love potato and sausage. Kathy, Kathy cooked some caramelized onions with it, and oh my God, it was so good. They've got bofos, you know they've got bofos in B&B. they got the onions and the yes, potato sausage. Yes, yes, they got them all. they got all that stuff. <laughs> and this week, though, they got some great specials. Boy, I'll tell you what, uh, unbelievable specials. Do you like a, a good pork steak once in a while or oh, a porketta? Yes. Yes, I do. How about two forty nine a pound? Okay, I'm going to B and B. You continue. (laughs) Okay, bone in pork butt steaks a dollar ninety nine a pound. Pork chops two ninety nine a pound, and those are bone in regular or stuffed. Either way, oh my God, they got so many great things. You know, you got some great football coming up. What do you got? What do you usually have at football? How about? uh, chicken wings, lots of chicken wings. Well, they've got pre-cooked marinated chicken wings, either buffalo, teriyaki, barbecue, hot honey, garlic, sweet chili. They got any kind of barbecued uh, chicken wings you want or marinated chicken wings, three ninety nine a pound. Thick cut bacon, five ninety nine, and on and on and on. Marinated chicken breast, again the same kind of thing. You can get them buffalo, teriyaki, butter, garlic, sweet chili. Marinated chicken breast for three ninety nine a pound, and all of these and much, much more happens at B and B Market, located right on the Big Lake Hill. Now, where's the Big Lake Hill? Okay, you know where Perkins is in Cloquet. You just go right up that hill by the flag there to the top. On your left hand side, that's B and B Market. You know what? You can call ahead and order a whole bunch of stuff. They'll have it ready for you, boxed up, ready to go. Uh, but they're also open seven days a week for your convenience, Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., and you can call them at 
879-3555. B&B Market, quality catering and quality meats for over 60 years. Just a fantastic people. So get up there this week. B&B Market, Cloquet, Minnesota. Great, great people. We'll be right back uh, after uh, the CBS News. KDAL time is 1238. Phone lines are jammed uh, there, Bradley. Well, I guess we better get to them then. <laughs> uh, we, we, first up is our uh, friend Tom from Port Wing. Uh, Tom, good morning. Uh, well, actually, good afternoon now. Well, good afternoon to you. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if uh, anybody can put some clarity on the issue of abortion. The way I see it clearly is at the moment of conception, that's a whole new life. So I'm not a 15-weeker, and I'm not in favor of uh, abortion because of incest or rape either. Uh, it's, it's another human being, and it's not our decision at that point to decide to terminate or not. But I, I wanted to footnote our conversation from yesterday where you asked me the question about Jesus being a refugee. And after yeah. I gave it some more thought, I, you know, Brad, I, I kind of remember a Virginia uh, governor uh, who was so pro-abortion that he said that even after the baby's born, you lay it on the table, and then you'll have a conversation about whether or not we're going to keep it. And it reminded me uh, of that because in the days when Jesus was born, Mary and Joseph took the baby Jesus and fled from Bethlehem uh, to go to Egypt to get away from Democrat President Herod, who decreed that every child up to the age of two, every male child should be executed because he was so fearful that this was going to be a rival to his rulership. And, you know, that was the whole reason for leaving. He was way ahead of the Virginia governor who said, lay the baby on the table. And, you know, today uh, we have advanced this story so far on the issue of abortion where now we actually have the Democrats, the Democrat in uh, Virginia and the Democrat uh, House in the state of New York that actually legislated that, you know, we might want to look at that issue, too, of, uh, you know, eliminating the child even after it's born. And remember when this subject first came up in this country, we were told safe but rare. Yeah. We were going to make abortion safe and rare at the same time. And now we're at Almost 70 million abortions in this country since 1972. Uh, that doesn't sound too rare to me. So we've gone off million. the rails. Yeah, we've gone in my very simplistic way. It's a child of conception. And if you do anything other than try and nurture and raise that child, you know, you're going to have to answer to Almighty God because that is another one of his children. Yeah. And it is. I know it sounds simple, but it really is that simple. It's not complicated. And we need to respect that life because we know in our own hearts, each and every one of us was in that very place at one time in our life. We were in our mother's womb, and we were only 24 hours old. And, you know, we're going off the rails in this country. It's no longer a rarity. It's common, and now we are even talking could, about babies letting them die. Tom, could because, could part of the yeah, problem we're having could part of the problem we're having in this country 
be the graphic that I just saw. They have a they have a minister on Fox News here that's talking about church membership and uh and they showed how uh, membership in churches and synagogues in the United States is now down by about 40% from the 60s. Could, could that be part of the issue that we're having in this country is we, we're not taught uh, uh, morals and ethics anymore? That is exactly the problem. And, you know, Jesus has a solution for it. Believe and trust in him. He was in our shoes. You know, he came here not as uh, God only or as man only, but as a God man. And he knows every situation we're in, and he knows this situation. And he's not bringing his hand. He's just he's, he's wanting us to make the right decisions. And they're hard decisions. There's nothing easy about it. Uh, you know, oh, you no. About, uh, you know, a 16-year-old girl who uh, is in the, in, in the ghetto and she's uh, pregnant, yeah, that's tough. And it's also tough. Oh. Uh, you know, a 30-year-old woman, and you're having marital difficulties, and you find out you're pregnant, you know? Yeah. And it's difficult oh, for yeah. men because we seem like we're on the sidelines always on this issue. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You know, the moment women spontaneously become impregnated, I, as a man, will continue to talk about the issue of abortion and reproduction in this country. So. Well, I, yeah, I think that only I think that only happened once that I'm aware of. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Tom. Yeah, Appreciate it. Well, you. you know, Kenny, let's move along. We've got Jeff, I think, is next up from Superior. Uh, Jeff, good afternoon. Good afternoon. You know, I'm not only grateful to you, Brad and Kenny, but I'm grateful to Tom of Port Wing, because every time I hear him call and hear what he has to say, I always feel more educated. I feel more intelligent and more empowered as an American and as a Christian to live my life and my values. Yeah. I, I'm grateful there to him. I do want to throw some. I want to throw some numbers at you, and you can digest them. Okay. Our, our national debt is um, rounding numbers: thirty-two trillion dollars, and we hit our ceiling right. last week. Our yeah. national, our national um, debt is money that we owe to the Federal Reserve Bank because our government borrows, our Treasury borrows from the Federal Reserve, which we set up a hundred years ago under Woodward Wilson. So we right. basically owe the debt to ourselves. Now, our GDP is about $22 trillion. In other words, the workers in this country produce about $22 trillion goods and services, and create we create wealth. We're the wealthiest nation on earth. We're the most productive society. Um, capitalism works for people. It creates wealth for people. So our GDP is about $22 trillion, which obviously doesn't pay off our national debt. No. Now, the IRS is expected to process 168 million uh, tax returns this year. But when you do the research, they only collect about $7 trillion uh, to put into our treasury in terms of taxes. They say that you can raise the rest through uh, taxes on corporations. But what I liked about Trump is he put money in our bank. He raised tariffs. He reduced our trade deficit. He, our, our country was making money under Trump, and that was helping our economy. And that's why, you know, every demographic was employed, had the lowest unemployment in United States history, because people were producing and making money. He was focused on right. making money. I talked to independent contractors, electricians, plumbers, uh, et cetera, carpenters, et cetera. They, they were making money under Trump. Now, yeah. we, need to, we need that thinking again so we can uh, get this engine of our economy going. And I think we do better under Republican leadership, because rather than taxing the corporations, we increase employment, 
We increase our uh, GDP, and when we do that, then we can collect more taxes to pay off our national debt. So it's, you can't put the cart before the horse when you have nowhere to run. And we can do that because the economy is percolating right along and the government and the whole world, or, or at least our society, is making money. And, uh, and not because we're artificially charging people more for less. I like it. You know what else I like, uh, Jeff? I like your, uh, your common sense on this issue, on all of these issues. I hope you'll call again very soon. Uh, Kenny, we got some pretty sharp people out there this morning. You know, I, 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 I know that we're very close to our Minnesota news break here, and I'm going to hold this. But Jeff got me thinking about what is going on in California. I got a story this morning out of California. You know, one of the things they're thinking about doing in California right now, and, and the reason for it is because California is loaded with progressive Democrats. And because of that, they have thought of nothing but raising taxes, more ways to tax you, more ways to get your money. And because of that, all of a sudden, for the first time, I think almost ever in California, we have seen an out-migration of people, people leaving California, not only California, but other blue states with high taxes. And I'll read you a number of them. These, all of these states are finally losing people. Connecticut, Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, Minnesota, New York, and Washington. Minnesota lost, I believe, 22,000 people last year for the first time in a long, long time. Why? Because people are, uh, pe- people are moving with their wallets. When their wallets start hurting, when their, ta- when their bank accounts start hurting, they start thinking of somewhere else to live that might be less expensive. And right now, the beneficiaries of those places are Texas, uh, Florida, uh, North Carolina, or the Carolinas in general. And when we come back after this Minnesota news break, I want to tell you what California is thinking about doing. They're actually thinking about raising taxes on the wealthy. And even, now that doesn't sound like something weird, but here's what they're going to do. They know that when they raise taxes on the wealthy, people are going to leave the state. Well, they they want to they want to raise it on the wealthy even if they have left the state. In other words, they want to take some family that maybe moved 2 years ago to Florida and they want to send them a tax bill for the last 2 years because they no longer are paying taxes in California. So they think they have a right to do that. Of course, uh we know and even Californians realize uh Gray, the Patrick uh, Gleason uh, I think he's the uh, vice president of state affairs, uh, said uh, that uh, all these questions are questions of legality of such approach are labeled as outright unconstitutional to charge somebody for taxes in a state that they don't live in. But we'll talk about it when we come back after our Minnesota news break. I know I know I could cause a lot of 
KDAL time, 12.55. Matt Costa, slow from 2020 off the album Yellow Coat. Go to YouTube, look up Matt Costa, and look up the video slow. It's a real clever video, and uh, it's a good song. I like that It's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. I discovered him during the height of the pandemic lockdown. Uh, He was on one of the... uh, channels on cable one of the music channels and i thought "Hmm, i like the sound of this so yeah say let me ask you a question we're off on a whole nother tangent here kenny but are the are the record labels and the record manufacturers trying to choke out the artists today well they always have brad it's always been an issue i mean you had members of badfinger that committed suicide Two members of the band Badfinger committed suicide in similar fashion because of uh, the way they were being treated by their label or by their management. Wow. And it, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I look at some of these things and, uh, uh, you know, they, they get paid, uh, some of them get paid a pittance every time their video was watched on YouTube or something. But, I mean, yeah. it's it's nothing. It's, no. It's not like it used to be when you sold an album or sold a forty-five, and when you sold a million of them. Man, you know, you and if you're, that, you know, if your name's uh, Paul McCartney or Taylor Swift, well, you're so rich and there's so much money flowing in, and I don't yeah. know why. Why do you ask? Well, no, because when I heard that music, I thought, boy, that's really nice, but I have not heard that group yeah. very often. Matt and, Costa, uh, he's a solo Costa. artist, uh, kind of in the okay. vein of, uh, oh, kind of a folk music maybe so so kenny what do you think about uh what what they're trying to do in california the assemblyman out there a guy by the name it doesn't Alex surprise Lee, me who lists himself as a progressive democrat yeah well yeah, yeah. He, he says that uh he's, he wants to impose and of course nobody's going to feel sorry for these people he wants to impose an extra 1.5 percent tax on those with a worldwide net worth Above a billion dollars. Now, you might say, okay, yeah. Brad, am we supposed to feel sorry for this guy? He's worth a billion dollars, and they want to take an a... But here's the deal. I learned long ago that the wealthy can always move with their wallet. You know, their their money can be transferred from one bank to another bank, They they're from one state to another state. They can just pack up and leave and that's what's starting to happen. These, uh, so now the California Assembly has said, "Well, we're gonna. Here's how we're gonna overcome this. We're going to tax you after you leave. If you leave and go to Florida, two years later, we're gonna send you a tax bill uh, because uh, you made your money, or at least maybe part of it, here in our state of California." But as I say, they have been uh, they've been told by assembly personnel and by the state, uh, the state of California's top uh, st- uh, tax guy that that's uh, unconstitutional. You can't tax somebody in a state that they don't live. That just wouldn't be right. So, well, here, but yet, yeah. but yet they would never think of trying to balance their budget by maybe cutting <laughs> exactly. some of the costs they got. <laughs> I know. It just It's bizarre. Uh, here in Duluth, uh, last night at the city council meeting, I went into the consent agenda. And now the state legislature will have to approve this, but it's a resolution that supports a one-half of 1% tax in the city's food and beverage tax uh, for lodging and what have you uh, for up to $36 million. This is a new tax. Now, granted, it's 
primarily going to be paid for by people that uh, lodge and dine, but uh, this is for capital improvements to the parks uh, and athletics field and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they didn't get their uh, referendum passed, so they had to find no, another way to people said no. make There's, a new tax. They don't want to pay it. So. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I'll tell you what, we're out of time for this hour, but maybe we can talk about that when we come back after the top of the hour with more. Your Twin Ports home for Twins Baseball.